Nick Saban has got a pretty big gripe, but his team still lost. Who's the better dad, Anakin Skywalker or Thanos? And who do you think we're going to get to see on the big screen first, Batman Beyond or Spider-Man 2099? Let's talk about it. I'ma say today, I'ma say today, you just sit back and watch me work. Watch me, watch me work, in your city, watch me work. Watch me, watch me work, in your city, watch me work. Watch me, watch me work. I'ma say today, I'ma say today, you just sit back and watch me work. Watch me, watch me work, in your city. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Entertainment Exchange. My name is David Johnson, I am your host. Across from me is the host of this show, Wayne Hattrick, Wizzy Webb. That's not a thing. That's... You just said so letters. GGX XR. That's what you just did. So we're just gonna move on. <laughs> if this is your first time, Entertainment Exchange is your social commentary revolving around entertainment media. That's movies, TV shows, sports, culture, news, music, and more. You get two podcast episodes throughout the week, as well as YouTube videos on our YouTube page, EX Does Entertainment. Go over there and check it out. Now let's start with uh, let's start with college, Iron Bowl recap, collegiate level sports. I missed the majority of the second half of the Iron Bowl, but I watched the first half. That game was awesome. Mm. Did you watch any of it? I watched a little bit of it. It was awesome, and it ended up being a forty-eight to forty-five Auburn win. Yeah. To which I'm like, fine, Alabama lost. I'm good with that. I'm Gucci. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, no two, no Tua. Yeah, but and duh. they still took it to forty five, forty eight. Was because it's Alabama. They was slinging the rock. No, there was no defense. That's true. Alab- you don't need that's to, true. Like Alabama, the way they have their team set up, it's plug it's to be and able play. It's literally, but it's to also have... it's also to be able to thrive in shootouts rather than yeah. play good defense. Yeah, like like they play I... good defense against those sorry teams. Yeah, because really. they're sorry for a reason. They're sorry. Yeah, but when it comes to like these good teams that can that they give you run for your points. money, they put up points. But their offense is geared to put up points yeah. and be able to keep up with keep those a teams. Lead. That's what it is. Yeah, I think that. I mean, their offense is made so you can literally plug in and play. Mason front Mason Fine from UNT. Take him, put him in Alabama offense, the offense will work fine. Trevor Lawrence, take him from Clemson, plug him in there. Offense will work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Their offense is made to work very well. They have a lot of weapons. Like, ridiculous. The fact that who came out last year? Um Marquise Brown came out last year. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't the best best receiver on his team. They got Jerry Judy. They got C D Lamb. They got like they got the oh gosh, what was the other boy's name with the with the dreadlocks who had the kick return? Oh, and the, yeah, him. I can't, I can't remember number seventeen or something like they that. They got him too. Like it's made for them. Not uh, Najee Harris, the running back who just takes the ball and Derrick Henry's his way over. Like they're made to do that. It's crazy. Yeah, but even in that, they lost to Auburn, who said anything you could do, I can do better. Yeah. Now the. I watched the first half, and at the end of the first half, uh, Nick Saban was pissed <laughs> because of what happened at the end of the first half, and I think rightfully so. At the end of the first half, Auburn is going down the field. They're trying to get in the field goal range. Uh, they make a throw across the middle. In college, the clock stops uh, at first downs. Mm-hmm. It stops until everyone gets there, and the yeah. ref sets the ball. Then the then it goes. Yeah. So. I forget how many seconds were left. Auburn throws it across the middle of the field, and a dude is getting tackled with like three, two, one, zero. He hits the ground with one second left, and it's a first down. Uh, and so, well, it's either one second or zero seconds. And so it's a first down if, if they rule he's down with one second left. And so because they're doing a review, Auburn's like, all right, they're doing a review. If we get it one second left, get that kicking team out there, boy, mm-hmm. and just kick the ball. And Nick Saban is like, why are you giving them extra time to do that? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, they rule it. He was down one second left. Then the ref gets in the middle and makes sure everybody's lined up correctly. And Nick Saban, by this point, is, like, throwing his headset. Like, he is pissed. Uh, then the ref puts his hand on the ball, uh, get, make sure the time's right. 
and lets go, and Auburn, hike, kick the field goal. <laughs> One second left, and they get it. And so they're only down, I think, four or five points at halftime. So they end up winning by three points. Yeah. So Nick Saban, rightfully so, is pissed because his his mindset, which he's not wrong, is that anytime there's some, there's a situation like that, anytime there's a first down, the ref the referee does not give both. It's not the referee's job to stop the clock and make sure both sides are lined up properly, and then let them hike the ball. The clock is stopped until the referee grabs the ball, put it puts it in the center. And steps out of the way, then the clock is rolling. So he's like, you, he's like, even if he's down with one second left, you stopped it for a review, then you stopped it and waited for everybody to get lined up, then you let them hike the ball. It was like, Mm -hmm. it it turned a one second play into a 15 second clock. Yeah. In which no time was going off. It was like, you gave them time to run up and kick a field goal. And at that moment, I was like, dang, I wonder if that's gonna come into factor later on. And I come back after church and I'm like, they lost by three points. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody going to get some angry. Those people from Bama, that ref is going to get some death threats. Yeah. That game was tragic. Mainly because that Alabama kicker. Do you see the stat where... What, did he miss? Yeah, he missed a field goal. Oh, yeah, at the end. That's right. At the yeah, very yeah, end. At the very end. He missed a field goal, and it was like Alabama kickers have missed 102 field goals. Since whatever oh, under wait, under Nick what? Saban or whatever, yeah, what? which is which is what? the most in college football to this point, like period. Ugh. From that from that point, I think I think it's under Nick Saban, maybe I'm not sure, but they've missed a hundred and two, hundred and something field goals, which is like eight more than the next <laughs> oh the next highest gosh. school. Oh my god! And so I'm like, y'all really out here living and they dying just, by that kicker? Yeah. They just they they either score a lot of touchdowns or when it's a close game they're like all right we just got to go for it every time. How you miss a hundred and something <laughs> field goals, bro? But that goes to show you they can miss a hundred and something field goals and still be considered one of the greatest college That's football what I'm teams. That means they just like or programs. We, period. We will foot on their neck and we will score fifty five. Yeah. We need field goals. <laughs> we, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. We will get six points every single time we score. So right now I'm waiting for this to load. It's taking a while. So right now. If I look at the top, because uh, John and I, Carrie's, Carrie's brother, John and I were talking about it, about the top four. And the top four right now. It's Ohio State, LSU. It's Ohio State, LSU. Clemson. Clemson. And, and then Georgia, Georgia. Georgia. I think. And, then five, and then five is Bama and six is Well, so something. we're talking about like for the, nat, for the final four to go in. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's Ohio State. LSU, Clemson, Georgia. Clemson, Georgia. I'm now, pretty sure Georgia's in Georgia there. Georgia plays LSU next week. Yeah. Dang, um, that's going to be a game. Jake Fromm versus... And Oklahoma plays Baylor next Joe week. Joe Burrow. And so there's that four spot can go anywhere. Like, yeah. Like, we were... So we were saying, like, only way Oregon gets it is if Georgia loses, Oklahoma loses, Bama... Lo- well, they lost, but, like... Like, it's e- it's easier for like Oklahoma probably at this point to get it, but if Georgia beats LSU, that's not good for Oklahoma. No. Uh. So there's there's a lot of things to like look and be on the lookout for. So, if but if like LSU college, LSU beats Georgia, then that could be a little bit better for if Oklahoma LSU beats because Georgia, it's better for Oklahoma because Georgia would just I oh I don't know if they drop. But I think their chances of getting in are better if LSU beats. Georgia, rather than Georgia beating LSU, the that means of Oklahoma getting you in. You think so? Because they're still going to want to favor LSU, and they might keep them in that four spot. Yeah, and just push everybody else out. Yeah, LSU, OSU, Clemson, Georgia, right now. So yeah, Georgia, Utah, and Oklahoma. Especially if Clemson keeps winning. Yeah, which they will, because uh, they're they're in the ACC. Whoever they play in the ACC championship is. Syracuse, something like oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because they're in the ACC. Uh, Whack. Georgia, Utah, and Oklahoma are all eleven and one, right on the outside, or they're at four, five, and six, so they're fighting for that last spot for number four. Yeah, Georgia plays LSU. Don't know who Utah plays, and I think Oklahoma plays Baylor, in which ba- yes, because Baylor almost beat them earlier in the year, and Baylor let Oklahoma score like twenty one and answer. And Oklahoma ended up winning. 
They're playing oh, again. Oh, yeah. I think I remember yeah, that. Early yeah, early near. They're playing again. Good Lord. We'll see. But there's a lot of exciting stuff happening with college football. Let's get it. Uh, NFL recap, Wayne. Yeah. So here we go. We had our um, Thanksgiving turkey bowls. Okay. We had the Bears beating the Lions 24 to 20. Hey. What you I actually watched that game or watched most of it. It's like what well, you can't. Stafford's not in the game. That team we had, looks like a completely different team. What's crazy is like it felt like two backup quarterbacks going at it, mm-hmm. even though Mitchell Trubisky is a starting quarterback. But is he though? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that later. Anyway, um, we had the Bills beating the Cowboys twenty-six to fifteen. Yeah. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. I saw a tweet earlier. America's that, team. Who I saw a tweet earlier that was like. Uh, Patriots, Cowboys, and uh, Alabama Bama. lost, and they're like America won. And, and this Duke weekend. lost. And yeah. Duke lost, America won this weekend. <laughs> Shout out to Duke losing to, SFA. to the Lumberjacks. SFA. All my Lumberjack friends are like. They are losing it. Rightfully yeah. so. They could do whatever they're you doing. They're doing the say. turn it up. <laughs> turn it up. <laughs> that and like yeah. when, uh, when UMCB. Uh, or you, uh, the the College of Maryland, like the Terriers, when they beat uh, Virginia in the tournament, remember uh-huh. in basketball, when they were the 16th seed that beat number one? I'm like, mm-hmm. you can brag for the rest of the year. I don't care. Like, you yeah. rightfully deserve that. Same thing with Stephen F.A. I don't care if they don't win another game this year. <laughs> Y'all beat Duke in Duke. And, and if they golden. if they don't lo- if they don't win another game, that just means Duke lost to the worst <laughs> basketball team in the history. Because <laughs> they, they, uh, be, they, they would be one and like 20 <laughs> in the history of the NCAA. Well, who's that one win you have? Duke. Duke. <laughs> the number one team. Oh, yeah, my like, goodness, I dude. Or they're number three, I think. But I don't care. Um, anyway, we had the Saints beating the Falcons 26-18. to 18. This is that game, but the, now I watched the beginning, and I watched Taysom Hill block a punt, yeah. score a touchdown, and it, and it made me, like, again, that's where I was like... Talk about lot, the ultimate Swiss Army knife. A lot knife. of people, when they were like, oh, he can't do that, he can't, and I'm like, did y'all see what he could do at the comp? Like, I'm like, physical athleticism and all that stuff, if you're an athlete... It just comes second nature. Yeah, I don't know why he. He's pretty he much. Did. He's pretty much what Christian McCaffrey was for Stanford. Yeah, just for the Saints. Just for the Saints. He can do everything. Block a punt. Once you go out for a pass. Once you run this in. Once you fake a wildcat. Yeah, he can do it all. That's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts, bro. Drew Brees has a sidekick, and his name is Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. All right, then we have the Bengals getting their first win of the season against the Jets. The J E T S. You suck. You suck. You suck. Yeah, those guys. Um, and I'm I'm putting this out there for the universe. Le'Veon Bell's coming back to Pittsburgh. You think he is? Yes. We already tried to trade for him well, halfway how long through the was season. His deal? What's his deal? But is? here's the thing. His deal with the Jets is less than his deal that we would have given him had he stayed in Pittsburgh. Was it just for more? So wait, is he? Wait, why is it? Why? You're the money, me. the money. So we offered him. A deal, yeah, to yeah, stay yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left and took less, or he took more guaranteed he money. Took more guaranteed, but, but less contractual. Yes, and, okay. And so that's why I'm saying we can take him back because his contract is less than what we were going to pay him anyway, and he's still getting that guaranteed money from from the Jets. From the Jets. But are the Jets willing to bite that bullet though? They need to. That's if he, the thing. Le'Veon Bell's going to force his way out of there. I'm calling it but now. Do you want someone who's forced his way out of two places to come back? If he comes back home, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Did you do you see what I'm not gonna get into that? Not yet. Not yet at least. But what's next? Our run game was getting pretty filthy. Next we have the Titans beating the Colts thirty one to seventeen. Sorry, Jeremy. God dang. Yeah. God Ryan dang. Hannah Hill said, I can do it all. Yes. <laughs> He said, Mary who? Like, yeah. that's, I'm, the, I'm the quarterback of this team. Ryan Tannehill. In yeah. the year of our Lord, 2019, yeah. Ryan Tannehill. Is a starting quarterback yet again and is tearing and is, it up. And has his team in a very good position in that division. Mm-hmm. Where because the, they're... Texas is 8-4? Texas are 8-4 now, and they're 7-5 and five now. They're 7-5? and five? Yes. <sighs> I did not know they were seven and five. Yeah, and the Colts what six and three? Oh, sorry, six and four. No, sorry. no, no, they're at six and six. 
Yeah, now, 12 games, 6 and 6. Yeah. yeah. Now we have <clears throat> the Dolphins beating Is the Eagles. Is my, my game next? Yeah. Okay. You want to save it for later? No, I'm going to say I'm doing it right now. 31 to, 31 to 37 is the score of the Dolphins to Eagles game. <clears throat> David, go ahead and say your piece. Because now, now your team has lost to the Dolphins, and Jeremy's and team has lost to the Dolphins. Dolphins. My team didn't lose no Dolphins. Yeah. Go Steelers. <laughs> my team didn't lose. Go Steelers. Um, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why. We suck, bro. This Eagles team is trash in the neighborhood of the Garbaggio, fam. I don't care anymore. I'm done watching for the season. We got people who don't want to play. We got people who don't know how to play. We got people who just don't play well. Carson went to three touchdowns and 300 yards, and y'all give up 38 points to the Dolphins. 37. Like, <laughs> like and it's, it's at this point that I'm like, I don't care anymore because at this point, oh, what they need. I said to a friend of mine, the Eagles need to go the same way as an N64 and a Nintendo GameCube. Hard reset. That's what you got to do. Take the cartridge out, blow in it. It didn't work. Hold down the reset, throw that cartridge away. If you got a GameCube, hold down that reset button until the whole thing restarts. Okay? You need a hard reset. Get rid of personnel. That means Mike Grow. goodbye. Mike Grow. Got fired from West Virginia. West Virginia. One of the coach on the coaching staff of West Virginia. Guess who fired him? His beeping father, <laughs> who Yo. was on West Virginia's coaching staff, said, "Son, you suck so bad. I have to formally fire you. You got fired you by for your dinner. dad. I hope mom's making turkey legs. That's what happened." Yo. And and the Eagles are like, let's make him the offensive court. <laughs> so personnel need to go. He needs to go. Jim Schwartz need to go. Whoever our wide receiver coach is right now, who I think is a demon or not a real person, <laughs> he needs to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Certain personnel need to go. Mac Hollins, I'd rather play special teams. I'd rather see you on the bench. <laughs> I'd rather see you in free agency. Bye. Nelson Aguilar. You've already heard that spiel. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care. Him and his mishaps. Him and his mishaps. We thought to catch a baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay? I need... I need... <laughs> the, the Eagles team needs fresh eyes. Meaning, people coming into the situation that have not been a part of the organization for a couple years. The last few years, Eagles have just been like... Uh, promoting people from within, promoting people from within, within. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're used to seeing the same things over and over and the same problems, and you're not used to seeing how things work correctly, you're not going to be able to identify those problems. We need people to come in like, nah, fam, your cup is upside down. That's why you can't drink. That's how stupid <laughs> yeah. we are right now. Yeah. Next game. God dang. <laughs> All right, moving on. I, we I have... told you, I'm done being angry. I don't even, like, I'm just like hollow. Where I'm just like... Oh, Zach Ertz dropped a touchdown? Okay. Bro, he did. And I started him, bro. You want to know who I didn't start? It was 28 to 13, <clears throat> right? We're yes. winning. Yes. They come down, score. Our defense can't stop a nosebleed. And I knew that was by the second touchdown, I was like, oh, it's going to be one damn. Well, y'all can't do it. One of them games. Where one of them games where Jalen Mills goes, my ankle. <laughs> yeah. Because Devontae Parker burnt everybody. 28 to 20, we're going down the field. Zach Ertz drops a touchdown basically at the three next play we get sacked miss the field goal they go down score they go down score after we after that drop they scored 26 unanswered points and he dropped another touchdown yes and he did he dropped another one because i was watching the game by that point because the other game went off it. but the other thing went off okay, okay and so they turned that one on and I was like, okay let me see what's happening and then i see Ertz in the back of the end zone catch and then drop and then like Hand in, rip out. I was like, all you do is catch because he had it. I'm like, just put a knee down. It's a catch. (laughs) You had two feet, just drop to your knees. And that's why every single week, like, I will. Carson Wentz has not played very well at all this year. I'm 100% behind it. But he's still, 
outplaying people like Baker Mayfield. And he still has better stats yeah. than a lot of quarterbacks. And then I look at what he has to deal with, and I'm like, you can't sit here and tell me he's what's wrong with the team when you got someone who is one of the best tight ends in football who can't you catch. Give, if you give Carson Wentz, if you Jarvis Landry, Browns, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, uh, uh, Odell Kareem Beckham, Hunt, Kareem Odell Hunt, Beckham, you give him that. Joku, like, like it's not even the a question, e- like bro. the Eagles are undefeated. It's ridiculous. Nice anyway, game. moving on, we have the Packers beating the Giants 31-13 in the snow. Yeah. I started Devontae Adams. Damn. <laughs> I did not have either of a Packers player to start, so I'm trash. I lost like every fantasy game this week. You did? I'm pretty sure I did. I'm down by 20, but I have Kyle Rudolph and Dalvin Cook left to play. Oh, you're going to get that. So I think I should be good. They're playing That's Seahawks, you. though, but I think I should be good. No, nah, between both. Yeah, you're good. Um, Next is the Browns versus Steelers. Browns lost. I didn't watch this game. To my Steelers, twenty to thirteen, and I will say this: I did say the Browns were up. <clears throat> they I were up ten. They, they were up ten zero, okay. and then we said, we're "Oh, here's." I, I have a couple of statements to make. Number one: Browns started it, we finished it. That's all I got to say. <clears throat> Number two: Mike Tomlin. If we make the playoffs, Mike Tomlin needs Coach of the Year. I did, yeah. One, he will definitely be to in the take running. a team that started off the season zero and three. Yeah. We don't have Big Ben. We don't have Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown anymore. James Conner's been in and out with injuries. Like, Juju Smith-Schuster is out with a concussion. He's been out for the past two games, three mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, we lost. I mean, uh, TJ Watt's been in and out every game. Just yeah, in, like, hurt, not that. hurt, he hurt, not hurt. In the running. I mean, we've oh, had no. so many injuries. We're down to our fourth-string quarterback, third-string quarterback, in the Duck, Delvin Hodge, Devlin, whatever his name is. Duck Hodges. Who we was on our practice squad, we cut him, then re-signed him, and he has beaten Phillip Rivers, almost beat Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. We're the only defense to give Lamar Jackson a good run for his money until the 49ers, of course. Which the um, 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna happen. And so that's why I'm like, look, Baltimore don't want to see us come playoff time if we're there. I don't know if we're gonna be there. <laughs> because like said, you're holding the fifth hold hurry. Well, but now but season. now it was like four teams that had the same record as us. Yeah. Now it's only now one it's other only team. One. It's just it? the Titans. Anyway, we have the Redskins being the Panthers 29-21. Bro, the Panthers are a mess, bro. I feel they're like running, the Panthers, they are like they need offensive line. Like, they're running Christian McCaffrey into the dirt, trying to keep his hopes mm, alive of being MVP. Mm, it ain't happening no it more. Ain't, he gonna get hurt doing this. They're trying to make him that Swiss Army knife from Stanford, and it's just not going to work. They break this the NFL, back. man. Spinal. <laughs> That's what's going to happen to him. Spinal. <laughs> uh, we have the Buccaneers beating the Jaguars 28-11. to um, Yeah. Nick Foles might not be who we thought he was. He never was. For, for people who are Eagles fans, knew. Like, Nick Foles is not the savior that you guys all, like, yeah, they just, the NFL. Yeah, oh, like, you, you beat Tom Brady. Come over here, cuz. Yeah, like, Nick Foles, during regular season, played like Ryan Tannehill used to play. Like, during the yeah. regular season, he was inept, okay? He had <laughs> trouble. Then in postseason, he switched his blood with Joe Montana. <laughs> and then he, you know, had his yeah. run. But Nick Foles was also on the team before. Yeah. We knew what he could be <laughs> yeah. and what he couldn't be. Yeah. So, it's not like, oh, he's, th- he's doing turnovers now. I'm... It's like Man, y'all were rough. y'all were just as surprised as he was whenever y'all yeah, went, like, got to the Super Bowl. We were surprised when he's doing flea flickers and we're like, "Oh, whoa, <laughs> time out, <Nicholas, laughs> time out." So they got a the Jack Jacksonville just needs more. They need another. They losing Ramsey's a lot for their defense. The mm-hmm. D line is fine. And what's crazy is they have Nick Foles, Minshew, and Josh Dobbs, who they got from the Steelers. And they won't let him see the field at all. They have Josh Dobbs? Yeah. We gave them Do- Josh Dobbs for a draft pick. Yeah. I had a feeling. So, next game, we have, of course, the Ravens beating the 49ers 20-17. to 17. Both of them are 10-2 and 2 now. Ravens are a real deal, bro. They were like, this is a Super Bowl preview. Do you agree that that was a Super Bowl preview? Oh, it could. It's a... Because my Super Bowl pick is ra- right now is Ravens-Seahawks. Do you agree with them that they're I saying... I think the 49ers have the edge over... Even though the Seahawks yeah. already beat the 49ers? Even though they beat them, I think if they play again, granted, when they played, Kittle was not playing. This he is true. Injured. 
I feel and Kittle <clears throat> losing Kittle for that offense. Forget it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Now and the fact that they didn't have Brita and like their their offense relies on like a few things. And because they didn't have a few things, they played lower than I think if they both played at full strength, I really do think the de- 49ers defense 49ers defense is the best in the league to me. Mm-hmm. And I think they would not shut Russell down because you really can't shut. But I think they would win a 21-18 to 18 game. I really do. And I think, would it be cool if that was a Super Bowl like preview? Yeah, that would be cool. But I also would love it to be... Um, I would love it to be Ravens and Packers. I would like that. Oh, wow. That is my... Because Packers are flying under the radar. No one's paying attention to the Packers. But they are also... Eight and three. Nine and three. Sorry. The Packers are indeed. The Packers nine are and three. nine and three. Yep. And it was because at the beginning of the year, oh no, what's happening? R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Relax. People, we know what we doing. And so now they're going out and saying, we don't like, and I was explaining this to a friend of mine, the Packers, since um, Brett Favre on the Packers, great, obviously great quarterback. Also had Amon Green, great running back. Then after that, they were kind of like, well, we got to throw a lot with Rodgers. Our running game is kind of just all look like with Ryan Grant, Eddie Lacy. Like, it was never solidified. It Eddie was Lacy, like, who should have been a lineman? Eddie, a 516-pound Eddie Lacy. I saw a picture of a Packers lineman running, and they were, like, so they were like, who is this? And they are like, don't fool me. That's Eddie Lacy. <laughs> they, like, they, for a while, they were kind of like, we got to throw 48 times a game. That's just how it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Rogers Hail Mary. That's how it's got to be. And then the years that they won, the year that they won in twenty twelve, I believe, is that they had a decent running game. Now that they have a decent running game, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to throw like fifty times a game, he can beat Aaron Rodgers at, at around twenty five passes. And like Aaron Jones, go ahead and get four touchdowns. Ty Montgomery, you do like they have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, y'all got to watch out because. Their defense is good now, too. Their defense for a while, don't know the Aaron Rodgers years? They had the one year with Clay Matthews, and then nothing else. Yeah, that Not, season when Clay Matthews yeah. was like, oh, he's the best player, the yeah. best defensive player. And then he was like, you know what? I don't like all the accolades. I don't like all the accolades. <laughs> no, I'm going to be Jair trash. They Alexander back there just swatting and inter- Like, they got a squat. Mm-hmm. And... If it came down to them playing Minnesota or them playing Seattle in the NFC championship, my money would be on the Packers. But what if it that comes down to them playing the 49ers? If it comes down to them playing the 49ers, for I 49ers. We'll take it. Now, All right. if it's Vikings 49ers, I think the Vikings could win. If it's Vikings 49ers... You have that much faith in... Um, not in the quarterback. Kirk Cousins? No, sir. You like that? No, sir. I have <laughs> I have faith in... Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Moving on, we have the Rams beating the Cardinals 34-7. to We have the Broncos beating the Chargers... Rams beat who? The Cardinals. Oh, gosh. 34-7. Poor Kyler Murray. He's doing what he can. It's just... Jared Goff also had his best game in a long time. He had like 500 Four, yards. Right? 424 yards and the tu- two touchdowns. God dang. And Todd Gurley decided, oh, I can run the ball. And Woods said, but, I can catch the ball. Todd Gurley, oh, this is like Robert Woods' like first game back or second game back. In a 13 long time. receptions, 172 yards. They threw him the ball. He caught 13 13. Catches. Got it. <laughs> See, that, and that's when the Rams can be dangerous, when they get their playmakers the ball. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Todd Gurley. Everett was injured, but now that they like, they could be dangerous. Just yeah. they just need golf to not be golf. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Broncos beating the Chargers twenty three to twenty. We have the Chiefs. Well, hold on, so so I, I follow a couple people who are Chargers fans, <laughs> and, and the Chargers, the Chargers kicked a field goal to tie the game or to be ahead. They kicked the field goal to be ahead with like forty seconds left in the game. <laughs> they kicked it, or maybe even less. Like it was time for maybe two plays for the other team on offense, mm-hmm. and two plays it was defensive pass interference. Boom, 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 and then the other team scored. <laughs> and the 
And what makes it even funnier is that the Chargers this year are outscoring their opponents. This year, one of the like analysts I follow who always makes like a bad funny joke, where he was like, you know when you laugh, but then you cry because he's he's a Chargers fan, and he pulled that stat and he was like, they are outgaining and outscoring most, if not all, of their opponents, and they're ending up losing every <laughs> every other game. Goodness, dude. <laughs> And the Chargers right now are sitting at a smooth four and eight. Like I said, exactly. They they just met like everything goes wrong at the end of the game for them. Keep going. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Raiders forty to nine, and they did that with defense. Forty to nine. Let me repeat that. Forty to nine. And Patrick Mahomes only threw one touchdown. They did that. With defense. He only had one hundred and seventy-five yards and one touchdown. Did he get hurt or something? I didn't watch that game. Did he get hurt? Who? Patrick Mahomes. I don't think so. Then what on God's I green told, earth? The, def- the the defense, they had a pick six. They had a lot of picks into like good position. Like That's crazy. Anyway. Jair Alexander has 14 passes defended this season, tied for second in the NFL and first in the NFC. Wow. Told you, Jair out here. Who's number one? Stephon Gilmore? Probably. Yeah. Um, and then we have the Texans beating the Patriots 28-22. To which that I game say... should not been a more clo- That game should not, not have been that close. To which I say, what the actual heck is wrong with the Texans? They always take their foot off the pedal, and you almost let Tom Brady be great. Yet again. They had them dead to rights 28 to... I don't know, 10? I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Some low number. And Relax. I'm like, when you're throwing... When when DeAndre Hopkins is throwing touchdowns to Deshaun Watson, because he threw a touchdown to him, right? Yes. When DeAndre Hopkins is throwing a touchdown to Deshaun Watson, you, at this point you're having fun. Don't stop having fun. Why would you then say, you know what, we have 28 points. That should be enough to stop Tom Brady. Do you not realize he once came back from a 28-3 to deficit in the Super Bowl yeah. and won? Yeah. And he had more points... Then three at this time, by the time you hit 28, and you thought it was a good time to, to take your foot off the pedal, and you almost lost. You lost, you won by six points. You were up by three scores at some point. How? Like, they'll they'll get a win in the win column, but they need to think moving forward because they can't do stuff like that. They, what they need to do is take Bill O'Brien from head coach and have him be full-time GM and bring in somebody to change in that culture mm-hmm. of change that defensive culture. I I want I should say because the offense is fine to me. All you gotta do is fix that line. Yeah, and you're good. Fix the line. Fix the line and you're good. Bring somebody in like a not, I'm not saying bring in Mike Tomlin, but some defensive minded coach, mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. coach, and be like, look, you run the team, you run the squad. Bill O'Brien can finally focus on being a GM and maybe bringing in players <clears throat> to help with whatever you need. But don't let him be a GM and head coach. And the Texans already said they're like, we're not going to be looking at getting a GM in the offseason or whatever for next season. And I'm like, then you're going to continue to be mediocre because you have Bill O'Brien doing two things at once and he cannot seem to do one thing correct at one time. So why would you have him doing two things at once? The Chargers have a positive point differential and are 4-8. The Chargers-Broncos game. Chargers kicked a game-time field goal with 14 seconds left. Pass interference down the field. Broncos kicked a game-winning field goal in regulation. Chargers lost. <laughs> That's it. So if you look up, like, Charger fans or people, like, they're like, the Chargers literally find new ways to lose every single... They are number three in the NFL in one possession losses since 2000. Number three in the NFL in most losses by one possession. <laughs> that means they literally get right there that they choke the game away. How crazy is that? Wow. That's why a lot of like people who are Chargers fans are like, there's no point, like, there's no point in watching the whole game. Anyway, next game. Well, the next game is the Monday night game. Which is? Which is... Vikings Seahawks. Hey, 
I need the Vikings to do well, but I this, this could be a, a good, this, this could be an NFC championship NFC, preview. NFC championship preview. This could be a good game. At Seattle, at Minnesota. Let me check that for you. At Minnesota, it could be a a high scoring affair. I'm sorry. At yeah, at Minnesota it could be a shootout. There it is at Seattle. At Seattle, we'll see. Run up when you see me then. We gonna I, see. I really don't know what it's gonna be though. I'm gonna say, just because I want Russell Wilson to go off. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say the score is going to be like, I don't know, thirty-five twenty-five, something like that. Jeez. Yeah. 35-25. And I say Dalvin Cook had at least like two touchdowns, two tutties. I'd be nice with that. Um, but Adam Russell not playing tonight because of his hamstring. So Dalvin Cook's gonna have two touchdowns, maybe three. <laughs> and <laughs> um, and uh, Russell wasn't gonna have like four touchdowns. All of them DK Metcalf. <laughs> oh Lord. Because <laughs> I need them points, please. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. After this quick break, we're gonna be back with the exchange. In the exchange. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We're now, back. Let's talk exchange. The exchange. Now, the exchange is a segment of the week where you guys send us questions. And we talk about these questions on air, whether these questions be about movies, TV shows, sports, culture, social media, news, anything not your, anything that's on your mind, honestly. You can send these questions on Twitter using the hashtag AskEX. On our email, contact ENTX at gmail.com. Social media. Or YouTube in the comments of our YouTube page, EX Does Entertainment. Uh, we got a question. We got a couple good ones today. All right, let's get it, bro. Who is a better dad, Anakin Skywalker or Thanos? Jesus Christ. Who is- <laughs> that was not one of the questions. Who is a better dad, Anakin Skywalker or Thanos? Dang. Who's a better dad? So- Anakin Skywalker, horrible person, after he got, you know, turned evil, etc. Has a son, trying to go after him, trying to change his son, and trying to make his son come over to the dark side. Thanos took Gamora from her home planet, home world, forced her and another daughter that he... uh, electronically upgraded to fight for his affection constantly. So it's not like both these guys are good. (laughs) (laughs) They're some weird individuals. Uh, I would say Thanos is a better dad. I was going to go Thanos too. I will say Thanos. Go ahead and tell him why. Okay. So at least like, and we'll talk about this at least Thanos has a what's the word I'm looking for? At least Thanos he has, had he had like a drive. He had a goal, a mission. No, no, no. Because Anakin's drive is as as Darth Vader is to rule the galaxy. Okay, but he had like a. But what I'm saying is, at least Thanos had a drive or an ulterior motive that, through his eyes, would benefit mankind, the galaxy. The cosmos, whatever. Yeah. You don't necessarily get that... Oops, sorry. You don't necessarily get that mindset from Anakin or Darth Vader. You just get, we need to be as big as possible so we can rule over everyone. That's all you really get. At least Thanos, from what we've seen and what we've heard and what we've watched, Thanos is trying to, quote-unquote, look out for the betterment of the galaxy of the world. Could have went a different way in doing that, but to him, and I love and I love uh, Josh Brolin, because uh, Josh Brolin, someone asked him about that on Jimmy Kimmel. It was right after the movie, and he was like, "Oh, why doesn't he just double the food?" And like, like, duh, like you know, those answers. And mm-hmm. he's like, "Yeah, but when people when people say that, they're speaking from like morality." But he's like, "But Thanos being a titan uh, is calloused. So when you're calloused, you're not thinking of other people first. Yeah. Like, oh no, we have to, we're in space, and there's six of us, and we only have enough oxygen for three. Okay, what do we do? Either we figure out a way to, like, rig it so we can all have air. Thanos says, no. 
kill, kill, kill. He kills three people. Problem solved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, there's there's a difference in how you approach a problem. There's a callousness that Thanos has of like, uh, I'm going to kill the three people. We're going to be Gucci. Mm-hmm. Why would you try to expend more air and energy trying to do the solution that you don't even know is going to work when I know it's going to work? Pow, pow, pow. Mm-hmm. In the domes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at least Thanos, yes, yes, he made his daughters fight each other. Not a good dad. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Not a, not something good dad good dads do. Thanos next time just use a belt. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, try to kill half of everyone. Not a good thing dads do. Yeah. But ultimately, in doing both of those was one he wanted to make whichever daughter came out alive probably the strongest and therefore the best ruler. And two, he saw the state that the galaxy was in and was like, in order for us to be balanced, in order for people to survive, in order for places like my planet to exist. And flourish, half dead. Blah! Mm-hmm. All y'all. So that later on and in the future, people can survive. That's why I lean with Thanos. Because at least there's a, I'm doing this so these people can have a better life. There's yeah. not, I'm doing this because I'm the baddest mofo in the <laughs> galaxy. Yeah. None of y'all can't touch me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> can't like, touch this. Doom, doom, you doom, know what I'm doom. saying? Now, Darth Vader, in the end, saved Anakin. Or, sorry. Sorry. Darth Vader, in the end, a thousand Star Wars fans just shot me to pieces. <laughs> Darth Vader, in the end, yes, did kill the Emperor and save Luke at the end of his life. But, to me, in that in that light, a dying, a, an act on death's doorstep. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say this. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead david it's hard so in in the con let me rephrase in the context of this argument in the context of those movies let me repeat that in the context of those movies mm-hmm. darth vader's act on death's doorstep does not absolve him from the straight nonsense bull was on <laughs> yeah. for the majority of his adult life yeah we saw what he did in rogue one this dude was Lifting up people to the ceiling and slicing <laughs> their body open. <laughs> oh, I'm going to save my son. I don't know if you get to go to heaven for that one, bro. But that's in the context of these movies. Yo. That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. <laughs> go ahead. Nah, you pretty much covered it, my guy. Because <laughs> I was, I was going to pick Thanos, too. Because, for I guess, the same reason. Like It felt like Thanos had more of a... Um, like, he was just trying to do the right thing, but his way. Yeah, exactly. And so, in doing that, we see it as, like, bro, you stupid. Why are you trying to kill half the population? Like, get off Earth. Like, go home. Earth. Yeah, like, we was over here chilling before you showed up with your purple face, talking about something. I need some stones. You sound like you need some drugs. Like, you, that's what you on. You come <laughs> you around. You sound like you need <laughs> you come around, Yeah, you come around here looking for some stones. We like, bro, we got an AA meeting on Thursday evenings. You need to go sit down for that. Anyway. But... It just, he was, like he said, he's callous, he's a titan, blah, blah, blah. And so, he was just trying to do the right thing, but his way. Yes. And with Anakin, you don't really get that notion. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. It's like the mad tyrant type of thing from, like, Anakin. Whereas with Thanos, you get more of the, like, fatherly figure that just wants yes. to do the right thing. Yes. But everybody else is like, bro, you can raise your kids better than but that. See, I also chalk that up to how the how his character was written because if it was opposite i'd be like oh yeah anakin mm-hmm. darth vader but he was like written to be the baddest mofo in the galaxy like yeah. someone who's trying to kill everyone someone who is oh my gosh we don't even speak darth vader's name because he gonna kill us yeah we right? say it he gonna show up and be exactly. like exactly and i and we get it but there's also there's always a need for someone like that yeah because i would love like there's great use out of a villain like that Versus someone who you kind of understand. Someone you kind of understand, it works every now and then. And it works well every now and then. And you want a villain to... Like, you want a villain to be complex and have layers. But sometimes you want a villain just to be a bad dude. Who's in one one track, I'm gonna kill you. I'm a bad ombre. I'm out here shooting... Bad ombre, bro. I haven't heard that in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And it works. That's what I'm saying for Anakin... Darth Vader, it works. So it doesn't work as well as it did for Thanos. 
that, yeah. So dad, just, dad of the year goes to Thanos. Yeah, that's a hard question. Uh, next question: There's a movie, good or bad, you think could have been exceptionally better as a TV show to flesh out the story. I was just thinking about what this. What would you choose? Dang it! I was just think, thinking about this with a movie I saw. I got a couple. Dang it! I got a couple. If you know, re, re, repeat the question. There's a movie, good or bad, that you think could have been exceptionally better as a TV series to flesh out the story. Crap. <laughs> Crap. Dude, I was just I just saw something. And I don't think it was in theaters. I think it was just a movie I was just watching. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, if they would have made this into it a, made TV a TV show. It would have been so much better. Dang it, man. Oh, bro. Bro, I got I'm, mad at, I'm mad at myself. Go I ahead. got one. Kick-ass. Yo, that would have been if dope. If that was a very well done Umbrella Academy, yeah. like weird, because they kept the weirdness in it, but if you made that a TV show in which it yeah. kept the brutality, kept, you know, how, like, it's just, this is a kid trying to, like, fight crime and everything. I think I remember it. If you keep that, that no, show lasts probably his entire high school. You could do that four seasons. Freshman, sophomore, junior, whatever, uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Go ahead. Yeah. Give me one. No, I was thinking of something. It's, it's not the movie I was thinking about, but I just thought oh, of it. Give me another like, one. This could be good as a, as a TV show. It doesn't, the movie itself could um, be good or bad, but it's yeah. the one you think could be a little better. Um, What's the the movie with... Oh, Scott Pilgrim. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Scott Pilgrim doesn't get enough credit for being like one of the first like comic book movies. Like, the movie's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But if they def yeah, if they did a TV show out of that, faux show. Scotty Pilgrim. That's a good answer. Um, let me think of another one. Movie, good or bad. I'm gonna be real mad at myself when we end this episode. Yeah, and, and you're then gonna I say it, it later. A movie, good or bad, that you think could be better if you put it in TV form. Poop on the scoop, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I can't Mm-mm. think of it, bro. <laughs> uh, Pearl Harbor. That's hmm. mine. The Pearl Harbor movie. If you divvy that up into eight hour-long episodes, okay, you, that would be better than romance, 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 bombs! Because that's basically how the movie plays out. It's a romance story for like 45 minutes, and then it's an action movie for the next like hour and 20. It's weird, hmm. but that's the, ho- for me. the Hobbit. I'd also go The Hobbit because... Hobbit 1, sure. Hobbit 2, okay. Hobbit 3, why are we here? Like, there's no need for this. Doodle toast. <laughs> no need for this. So, you can make a TV show. I mean, granted, Lord of the Rings is, but doodle toast, he says. What is that? I don't know, man. Let's move on. Another one will come to mind a little bit. Um, what is your favorite or most memorable... Per, uh, sorry. What is your favorite or most memorable opening sequence in a movie? One that just you think of. One is your favorite oh. opening sequence in a movie. Dang. You really went there. I did, bro. You really went because there. Because that's the one that I'm just going to remember for the rest for of my life. For the rest of your life. It was sad. You really went there. But I went, I went there, man. <laughs> You're the worst. That's the first thing that popped into my head, dude. Opening sequence. I'm going to go up, 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 Dark Knight. I'm gonna go with all that all whole bank intro with the Joker Yo. in Dark Knight, because there's a bunch of what's going on and people they were shooting each other. And I was like, what the heck is this? And then you see the Joker for the first time. You're like, oh my gosh, what is going on? The Dark Knight Rises one is cool too, because that's the one where they're in that plane, and the plane gets like hold upside down. And then mm-hmm. you see Tom Hardy as Bane, like they try to steal something out of the plane. That one is <sighs> cool too, but Dark Knight. Probably is right now just like you Yeah. You can't you can't say anything wrong. <laughs> I wanna say John Wick two. What was the opening of John Wick John two? John Wick two was when dude talked about his like the Baba Yaga's Yo, coming. Yes. And he just yes. came into that warehouse and just he got hit by cars and everything. Yeah. And yeah the, Wait, cause, John Wick cause, two. Because John Wick one ended with him coming. Yeah, with him yeah. going. Because that's what... Okay, because right before... Because we saw... John Wick 3 also opening sequence. You haven't seen it. John Wick 3 opening sequence is nuts, so... 
Did I watch John Wick 2 with you? You watched John Wick 2 with me. Because right before John Wick, we saw John Wick 2, I watched John Wick 1. Yes. And then, so, in John Wick 1, he was driving to yes. this place. He literally and gets then, in the car, and he arrives at the beginning of John yeah, Wick 2. And then John two. Wick 2, I was like, we're in the theater. I'm like, I just saw this. And you're like, he's in the car. Because yeah, he was driving. He starts off in the car. And you're like, yeah. oh. And then the dude's like, Baba, yeah, yeah. Coming. everyone get out, get yeah. out. And he goes, ham. Because at the end of in the end of John Wick 2, he's running in the with his with the dog, right? In the court in the courtyard after they already sent the uh Yeah, he drops down or no no no. Yes, 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 you're right. Yes, because they say, uh, Jonathan. Yeah, they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he runs away with his dog and the ledger thing goes live. Yes. Yep. God dang. That opening sequence is good, man. Got to be more careful. I- <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know. You got to be more careful. I want to say, um, let's see here. I'm thinking of some. Mm. The Watchmen one was good. I don't know if you remember Watchmen. What? Oh, Zombieland. The opening credit. The Zombieland yeah. opening credits are very much like the Watchmen one, where everything's coming towards you, or mm-hmm. the titles are done in a 3D sequence where. Like, oh, the zombie's coming, and the blood splatter hits the words, and the words open up. So yeah. they did the same thing in Zombieland 2, obviously, but you're like, uh, it's 10 years later. We've seen this. Everybody does it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's usually, in that case, it's the first to do it, does it well. But yeah, the, that, whoo, that is really good. I'm thinking, there was an animated movie recently that I saw that I can't remember that I was like, oh, this is really good. Help me. Help me opening in spider-verse yes yes opening in spider-verse yeah there you go we're him going through the yeah. him going through all the spider-man stuff yes oh man <laughs> yes all right next question i forgot about that um all right last one who who do we get on the big screen first in a live action movie. Spider-Man 2099 or Batman Beyond? Both futuristic. Who do we get first? We saw Spider For those of you who don't know Spider-Man 2099, 29 I almost said 2099 because of Brooklyn 99 is stuck in my head. If you do not know who Spider-Man 2099 is, his name is Miguel O'Hara. He's a Latinx character and Latinx of Latinx origin and he was voiced by Poe Dameron who is Oscar Isaacs, he was voiced by him at the end of Spider-Verse. In the, yeah. Like where they did the whole pointing thing. Yeah. He was voiced by uh, Oscar Isaacs. But he is futuristic Spider-Man the same way that Batman Beyond is Terry McGinnis and Batman 20-whatever-whatever whatever with Bruce Wayne as Alfred. Which one do you think we get live action first? That's you know hard, because I was going to say one. You know what? Up until I saw probably, up until news about the Batman. I'm going to say we'll get Batman Beyond first. Okay, and then I'll go opposite. And the only reason I say Why? that is because I feel like DC is crazy enough to just jump. To jump ju- it. Just jump it. do it. Just because. And it would work, too. Yeah. It would work. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be, like, soon, but I'm saying, like, they're gonna be first because Marvel to me feels structured. Yeah, and they want they well, want to but, build things. But up. this is Sony too, though. That's the thing. Oh, the Spider Verse yeah. is the Marvel Sony collaboration. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah, because they're bringing. Yeah, yeah. Hold up. <laughs> so you see Hold what up. I'm saying? Because Sony, Sony might do some stuff like that too. Sony wild enough to be like <laughs> yeah. Tom Holland, Tom Hardy. Let's meet. Like they're wild enough. Like they don't care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they were like, we got Spider-Man now. But you know Put what? Put him in Venom too. And Tom Holland's like, whoa, whoa, time out. Wait, whoa, wait, whoa. Yeah. What? I, I'm going to stick with Batman. Okay. Because, like I said, uh, they're crazy enough to do something like that first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think if Sony is smart, they learn from Marvel because of the way Marvel does things mm-hmm. and how they structure their movies and build anticipation and all that stuff. If they're smart, they learn and they start to emulate things that Marvel does with their other movies. Okay. 
and how they like and how they like the slow burn. Like the movies are good, but it's a slow burn to the big event. I see what you're saying. And so with them, I think if they're gonna if they're even thinking about doing Spider Man 2099, they're gonna slow burn all the way up to 29 if they're smart. See, DC, I disagree with you. DC is just like. Look, bro, we got all of these great stories. Let's just throw them all together. I disagree with you. I think that, I think that Sony, in their comic book movies, are doing more of the DC style, because they have a Morbius movie coming. Nobody freaking asked for that, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, they're doing Venom too. When they're like, oh, let's put time. Like it seems to me right now, Sony, especially. Sony Spider-Verse, their live action stuff, is just like, all right, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. So it seems like they would be the ones to be like, all right, screw it, 299, let's let's make Morbius an, a, a half-robotic vampire, screw it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It seems like they're more, let's throw it in Venom 5. Who who cares? DC at this point is like, all right, at least we got, like, we got a structure to Batman. Because they're going to do Batwoman, or Bat, sorry, Batgirl, they already did Batwoman on TV show. They're doing a Batgirl movie. And I believe a Nightwing movie is still happening. The Gotham City Sirens, I believe it's still happening. Not sure. You got Birds of Prey coming. And then the Batman movie. So they got movies that are going to be in Batman's world. So I think it wouldn't be... it. They wouldn't want to make all of these movies around Gotham and all that stuff with these characters right now to then just go 50 years into the future or mm-hmm. 60 years in the future and forget literally what they just did. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's like a Joker type of thing where it's an offshoot and they're like, hey, let's do this like Blade Runner Batman because that's ba- almost what you can make it. Like a sci-fi futuristic Batman in 2099. Unless they do something like that. Right now it seems like, alright, we got something that works. Let's stick it right here. Meanwhile, Sony's like, okay... But the thing that works for DC is just making those random yeah, movies. Yeah, but I'm but at, when and you even see, though they are building that or they're quote unquote building that base or whatever yeah, or that yeah, foundation, yeah. I could still see them just being like, you know what, we got all this stuff that's doing so good. There's Batman beyond it. The only problem is I think I full, think full sin, brother. If, full sin. <laughs> if I'm if I'm them, Warner Brothers just put money into a Batman, a new Batman Beyond TV show, like a futuristic one. That's just where everything's going. TV yeah, just, shows, just do it, and don't do it like a like, uh, don't do it like the Berlanti verse. Do it like Altered Carbon. Oh man, that's printing money, bro, bro. Altered Carbon. <laughs> do it like dude. Altered Carbon. Not obviously with all the nudity and all that stuff, but with that futuristic style. How they did that? Is Anthony Mackie still doing the second season? Yeah, of Altered still, that's still coming. We don't know when, but that's still coming. I think it's. I think he's already finished. He's already finished because I, I, I was like, they got to be finished with that by now. Starting filming Winter Soldier, but so he had to be. That has to be done. Yeah, like in the pipe already. Like oh, and announcement that has to be coming soon. Please, bro. I need. But I need second season. Now. That's why it seems to me like Sony because they just got or like the whole like all right, Spider Man's doing one more with Marvel, then he's coming over here. That they are. They try to do a silver and black movie. They're they're trying. They're trying new things. And I think at this point, they're more desperate to be like, all right, we need to throw something out there. Joker just got DC a billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? They Gucci. And it seems to me if they were going to do another Dark Take movie, they wouldn't do Futurist. They would keep that sort of like, let's keep it like 80s like crime era. You know what I'm saying? You could. It's easy to do Dark with that era. You could do, and like if you think of any of those, you could do a Red Hood like that in that style of like just that gritty like, oh, the the one that Batman, like the Robin that Batman quote unquote forgot about that died because of the Joker. Then he comes back and he comes back to exact revenge on Gotham and Batman. And he knows Batman's deepest, darkest secrets because he used to be Robin. So he can get it like he can get into the Batcave and he can do stuff like like he could do that. You make that a dark revenge story. I feel like because they have a billion dollars in Joker and because they've got some outline, at least of the Bat stuff, they're like, all right, cool. Sony right now is like, all right, Marvel has, or Disney has Spider-Man for one more movie, and then in a future movie later on, but we want to make the movies good so people like 
the Sony Spider-Man movies. So we need to just be like, oh, what do people like? Twenty ninety nine? Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that. That's, they seem you like, like futuristic things. Oh, you like Black Mirror? Cool. We got it, Jay. Let's do it. <laughs> Wayne, sign off for us. Signing off for now. It's your boy Wayne the Hattrick, Wizzy Webb. That's David Johnson. We love y'all. Keep rocking with us. Keep listening and supporting your boys. Make sure you buy our merch. Pin tweets on our Twitter profiles at Hattrick Wizzy at Iron from Wakanda. Or you should probably just check the link in the description. But anyway, until next time, love God, love people, and we out of here.